Blog Talk Radio. to make sure I can be heard. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are back. We are in full effect right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Oh, yeah, we can be heard. That's what's up. So are y'all ready to dive in? Because there's a lot of ground to cover. We're not going to get through everything. I'm not even going to try, but um, we're going to see what we can do in the next couple of hours near the end of the broadcast. I'm going to be opening up the phone lines um, to take a, a one-question free mini-read if y'all have. I know y'all got questions. <laughs> I can look at the astrology. I've already pulled cards for the main spread while we're on air. I am going to be, um, while we're on air, I'm going to be pulling cards for the 12 signs. So y'all will get a live um, interpretation for each of the individual twelve signs. Y'all know I don't go in order. I go. I don't go in chronological order. Aries through Pisces. I go in energetic order. And of course, since the lunation that we're discussing tonight is in Pisces, y'all know I'm going to start with that sign. Um, but welcome, y'all. Get settled in with your tea and crumpets, whatever you got going. If you're online at the blogtalkradio.com forward slash Interpeace Lighthouse uh, website, you can chat with me live during the broadcast. Um, additionally, you can call in uh, to the call-in number, and you can press 1 to raise your hand near the end of the broadcast, and you can come on and we can chat it up while we've got some time. So let's not, uh, you know, delay. Let's jump right in. So I want to start out just by saying thank you, thank you, thank you again, and very specifically to the My Mama's Babies, the Growing Mama's Babies Nation. Without you, this would not be possible, and I mean that literally. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to the myriad of supporters and listeners, I looked back at the last few broadcasts, and y'all are in here showing out. Like, the last broadcast was a free read, and I only read for like three, four, maybe five people and, you know, I've got 20 times that, that amount of people listening to it. I, obviously, in between readings, I was dropping gems uh, about the current energies at the time. So I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you. Without you listening, I would not even feel hardly encouraged to come back. But even after a hiatus, 
Y'all are my priority. I have not been broadcasting because I didn't want to. (laughs) So needless to say, we're back. Let's get it. Well, um, there's so much going on with the astrology. I feel like starting out with the with the cards. Um, you, if you, if you're online at the blogtalkradio.com uh, site forward slash Interpeace Lighthouse, you will see a running slideshow while I'm talking. And included in that slideshow is the image of the spread for the full moon in Pisces that I'm reading for tonight. So you get to see the cards as I'm talking about them. So if you look at the spread, you'll notice that two out of the three main cards are chakra cards. The Psychic Tarot Oracle deck that I pulled from only has seven chakra cards out of almost 60 cards. So the fact that out of seven out of 60 are chakra cards, and we got two out of those seven in our three-card spread is, letting you know off the rip, everything. It it just confirms what I was already sensing about this full moon in Pisces. Unlike unlike other full moons, we are going to get answers to our questions in a very spiritual way this time, in a very energetic way as opposed to this practical, material, in-your-face. We will know that we have manifested what we desire based on how we feel. Pisces is a water sign, like Cancer and Scorpio, and all water signs relate to how we feel. Our emotions, also a level of spirituality when you're talking about water energies, okay? Pisces specifically governs spirituality as a whole, okay? Governs our connection to the divine by way of acceptance and surrender and, and um and forgiveness and allowing. Pisces is where we let go. Pisces is where we meditate and and imagine and visualize. Okay, so I just want you to keep some of these Pisces keywords in mind, especially because smack dab in the middle of our spread, as you can clearly see, is what I like, what I refer to as the first eye chakra on the card. It says third eye chakra but it's right in in the brow area of your head, and it talks about, you can see on the slideshow that even it is talking about intuition and imagination. And I call it the first side because that's where our first line of sight is, not with our two physical eyes, but our one singular energetic eye, Okay. And so where everything, all signs are leading to in this season, especially leading up to, y'all know by now that when we're in a new moon cycle, Virgo, (laughs) as of September, uh, what was that, September 6th? Yes, we're in a new moon cycle of Virgo since September the 6th. The moon since September the 6th has been waxing, getting bigger, more, not getting bigger, but more visible light as time has gone on from September the 6th leading all the way up to Monday, September the 20th, I do believe. Y'all know I like to be accurate. Leading up to Monday, September the 20th, in the central time zone, it would be 6.55 p.m., 28 degrees, 14 solar arc minutes of Pisces, 
all that waxing energy building like a snowball effect leading up to Monday the 20th at, in the evening, the energy is building. It's intensifying. It's, it's growing in its intensity, okay? And so on our journey, on our continued journey there, including today, Wednesday, September the 15th, on our continued journey there, we are being strongly encouraged, especially with the center card being the first eye chakra card. We are strongly being encouraged to continue to tap into the inner wisdom. The first eye chakra is known as Anja, okay? Its color is silver, and this governs sacred wisdom and focus, right? What are we focusing on? Whenever I talk to my mama's babies, um, shout out to them again. They're so freaking awesome. I love (laughs) y'all. Whenever uh, I talk about Pisces with them, I always say, I like to give a flip side because that's what I've noticed in studying energy for the last decade or so, is that every energy is like a coin. It has a flip side. So as much as Pisces, the sign that the coming full moon is in, as much as Pisces is about dreams and our dream life and visualizing and imagining something wonderful and beautiful, on the flip side, it it can be a nightmare, and it can be us using the very gift God gave us set for sacred wisdom and focus and imagination and intuition and pure intention. It can, we can also use that same gift to imagine the worst of things, to imagine a, a, a horrible outcome, to imagine, and then there you have self-fulfilling prophecy. Okay, you're going to get, the thing is, we get what we believe. We get what we believe. If we believe that between now and Monday, oh, I can't manifest anything and you know, nothing has nothing good has come. You know, to me so far, what what good could possibly come in the last final few days leading up to this Pisces full moon? Okay, well then, when you get that karma, you, we we all get what we deserve. So if you really believe that, then you deserve for nothing beneficial to transpire between now and then. However, if you keep your focus. On the higher things, that's the thing. Our society, <laughs> our society doesn't really encourage and promote spiritual things, not in a high vibrational way. They do in a very low vibrational way. I was somewhere earlier, and it was it was a lot of a lot of devil worshiping going on. I mean, you know, ain't no other way around it. It was a lot of satanic energy in the room, <laughs> and, and I, you know, politely dipped out. You know me. I'm very, that's another word for leading up to Monday's um, full moon. Protect your energy. Protect your energy. How do you protect your energy? You can't watch everything between now and then. Turn the TV off if it ain't high vibrational. You can't listen to everything in between now and then. Turn off the demonic music. Y'all know what it is. What what music is demonic? Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all know what it is. In between now and Monday, you can't eat everything. We're in a Virgo new moon season that's all about health and wellness and and work and our daily routines and lifestyle and our mental health. 
if it's not adding to your mental health, I wouldn't do it. Especially with the first eye chakra is in the head, mental. You can see in the uh, spread that I took a picture of in the slideshow on the Blog Talk Radio site, you can see that one of our moonology cards is a full moon in Gemini cards and that the answers we need are coming. What we are giving our focus and mental energy to right now, Pisces governs like movies and everything artistic and creative like that. Uh, 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 And so whatever we're imagining, whatever we're focusing on and thinking about now, the card is full moon in Gemini. We're going to see the fullness of it. It, It's going to be projected onto the screen of Monday's full moon. And y'all know by now, if y'all been following me for any length of time, y'all know that these lunations are not, don't happen in a vacuum. So the full moon, although it is exact on Monday night, the full moon season leading up to it could a few to add three days on the front end and add three or so days on the back end. It's not a vacuum. It's not just that one minute in time when it's 6.55 p.m. Central. So leading up to that, just know you are, you're sowing seeds. <laughs> you're sowing seeds of the movie you want to watch Monday night. What movie do you want to watch Monday night? Do you want to watch a rom-com? Do you want to watch a horror movie? <laughs> do you want to watch a comedy? Do you want to watch, you know, a, a murder mystery or a dang psychological thriller? What What do you want to watch? And so what you, depending on what you want to watch Monday night, between now and then, so seeds so in that direction. If, if you're wanting love in your life between now and then, Sow those seeds for yourself. Show, how, what would you want somebody to do to show you that they love you? Give you a hug? Hug yourself. Sow a seed. Hug yourself so you can feel, so that you can, when, y'all know that when you hug somebody, there are endorphins that are released into your bloodstream. Feel good hormones. Hug yourself and try it. Your brain won't know the difference between the fact that somebody else is hugging you or you're hugging you. These are just suggestions on how to sow these energetic seeds. It's all about energy and feelings. I already told y'all these water signs activate the feeling frequency in our lives, the emotional frequency in our lives. The first card in our three-card spread is the base or the root chakra. And I like this that this showed up a lot, especially with that two of fire on the tail end. Two is all about balance. Two is all about balance. And I like that the root chakra showed up even before the first eye chakra card to let to encourage us to stay grounded. And all this Piscean energy and all this watery energy that's getting kicked up, the thing that's going to benefit us greatly, especially with Virgo energy, Virgo is earth, first eye, uh, base chakra or root chakra, the first chakra, is all about grounding. It's all about staying great. Y'all see it in the slideshow. I put up a slide uh, uh, dedicated to the base chakra, a.k.a. root chakra, a.k.a. muladhara chakra, and I put up a slide specifically for the first eye chakra, Anja, okay? And so so the, the root chakra, I love that it came out first. 
Because it's like before you even get into your dream life unfolding or, or more aspects of your dream life unfolding next week, early next week, spirit is like go into it grounded. I love that at the bottom of our deck, um, I didn't put a picture of this, but at the bottom of the deck in the Psychic, psychic Tarot uh, deck it is the number four in the major arcana, the emperor a.k.a. authority. And so it's almost, I'm picking up on this energy where it's like, especially with the waiting game card at the end, it's like, are we really waiting on something? Or is something really waiting on us? Because when you look at it that way, like I said, are you really waiting on love? Or is love really waiting on you to to stir up those emotions, to stir up that energy, to stir up those hormones, to stir up that frequency? So I love that. Um, uh, the, The moonology card right up under that, a personal issue reaches resolution, full moon in cancer. Cancer is a cardinal sign. Who is a cardinal sign like Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn, waiting on nobody? You know, you know, a cardinal sign person. And you know they, they're not waiting on you for anything. They stay ready to go, especially Aries, and that's what the emperor card at the bottom of our deck represents. Even the two of fire, the waiting game card, it's the, the final card in our uh, main spread, it's an Aries card. It's a Mars in Aries card. Fur back to the very first card, root, root and base chakra, that represents Mars and Aries energy, actually uh, Mars specifically. You know what? It, it's actually Saturn, but I always get a Martian vibe from the root chakra, probably because the root chakra, um, the root chakra motto is I am, and so is the Aries motto, I am. That's why I always uh, interchange them. So we, and, and for all intents and purposes, we got Aries energy with the base chakra card. We've got, I've, I've put cancer energy with the first side chakra, but once again, cancer is a water sign just like Pisces and Scorpio. Same thing, interchangeable, right? And then we've got more Aries energy with this two of fire, with, with it being a Mars and Aries card. And I, what I love about the Mars and Aries card, two of fire, is that it rep- It can represent our ability to master a situation. Emperor card at the bottom of the deck, a.k.a. authority. What are we waiting on if we're the authority? Now, we know who's the final authority, but we've been given authority and dominion over our lives, our individual lives, not others. Let's be clear. <laughs> Um, an affirmation that I put with this to a fire card is that my will flows effortly in perfect acts of creation. What are we creating between now and Monday night? What are we creating? Are we creating, I put uh, the, for the title of this broadcast, wondering and waiting. While we're sitting up wondering, even the two of, of ones um, on the slide I put in, it says future planning. While we're waiting on what's to come, what's to be made manifest, what's going to be showing up for us so illuminatingly clearly, 
um, uh, here in the, in the next within the next few days. While we're waiting, are we waiting and wondering and just oh, I wonder what's gonna happen? I just you know hope it's not horrible. Or while we're waiting, are we wondering how good it can be? How 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 closely can Monday night's full moon and the couple of days before and the couple of few days after, how closely can this time period resemble the life of my dream or the next stage of my dream life unfolding, right? That's the key. That, that's how you go from waiting and, like, being anxious and restless and, and fearful and allowing that space between where you are and where you want to be, uh, allowing that space to be filled up with harnessing good energy. On the highest vibration, this base chakra card talks about security, feeling secure and grounded, much like this Virgo energy of that the new moon season that we're in. Virgo and Pisces are opposite. That's what's going to make this a full moon, is the fact that the moon in Pisces is going to be opposing the sun in Virgo. And so that's where your checks and balances is going to lie. If you're feeling low vibrational Pisces, scared, worried, uh, vulnerable, you know, delusional, confused, Virgo is going to be a balance to that. This base chakra energy is going to be a balance to that. This grounding, stable, secure energy is going to be a balance to that, especially when you're talking about Virgo. What, what routines, what, what in your daily lifestyle, what, can you do with your schedule to increase feelings of security, to mitigate the confusion, to mitigate the fear, right? With the first eye chakra, what can you do? And, and really, those are, those are really balances right there, the, the root and the first eye. Those balance each other. Even the... The root chakra, do y'all know that every chakra is associated with a lotus flower with a certain number of petals? And, and, and take a wild guess how many petals are in the lotus flower governing the muladhara or root chakra. We can look to the bottom of the deck at the emperor card, and it'll be a good little hint, four. <laughs> the number four card in the major arcana, right? Four just like the four corners of a home or a structure or a building. That brings support. It brings balance. It brings structure. It brings sturdiness. It brings security. So you'll know that that's what you're building has got something to stand on. And I'm giving you all a hint with the fact that two out of three of the main cards are chakra cards to, to show you that our energy, chakras are energy centers. And they can be out of balance, number two, that, that follows them, the waiting game card to a fire. If, if we're out of balance, then waiting is going to feel like torture. It's going to feel like itself is a nightmare. I still got to wait. I, 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 I'm still waiting on X, Y, Z. This is horrible. This is a nightmare. This is torture. Thankfully, the Moonology cards come along to encourage us. The answers you need are coming. And the, both of our Moonology cards are full moon cards. So the, the, the answers we're looking for, 
should be showing up around this particular full moon and a personal issue, personal issues that we've been dealing with should begin to see that we should begin to see their resolution around full moon time. So we're being encouraged. I've broken down all of the cards in the main spread. Oh, yeah, the bottom of the deck, by the way, the bottom of the deck moonology card is the new moon card. A new start is coming. So if you're concerned, if you've been feeling apprehensive and fearful that, well, I'm waiting in vain, and I'm waiting and I'm wondering and I'm wondering while I'm waiting, (laughs) fear is showing us, especially with our first card out being a number one card and the bottom of the deck representing Aries, the very first sign, and then the bottom of the moonology deck, a new start is coming. We are still in new moon in Virgo season. There is still a divine opportunity to plant and sow seeds energetically, practically, physically, emotionally that will that we want to reap a harvest on. If you plant a seed, eventually you're it's going to sprout. And and just like they say uh what is it? watching a a, a pot of water boil it's going to boil. But if you're literally sitting there waiting and watching, you're going to probably get bored, feel frustrated, like, dang, where's where's the first bubble at? If you're literally sitting there, why do you think they show those sped-up progressions of a seed sprouting and growing? Because if you actually physically sat there and waited for it to sprout, you you might feel a little frustrated. You might feel a little... Um, a, a little uh, uh, tired, <laughs> bored. Let me. Spirit is leading me to um, share with y'all the re- reverse, just in case. The reverse emperor, because the, y'all y'all see that the, my my bottom of the deck means this is a reminder from spirit on the way out the door. While we're waiting and wondering. Spirit is reminding us about this emperor energy. That is us. Let me help you. The emperor, and we're the emperor. We are the authority on our lives. We will experience a new measure of our dream life unfolding around Monday night or a full-on nightmare based on us. Are we standing up on uh, squarely? on firm ground, solid ground, as we visualize our future? Or are we shaky, wobbly, unbalanced, uh, uh, confused, and everything else? So the the emperor reverse in the Everyday Tarot deck says, uh, guidebook says, step up, (laughs) be accountable, and get the work done. Be mindful of your relationship with power and authority. Allow this energy to flow through you and not against you. That's why I was saying earlier, you, it, <laughs> endeavor to be the authority on you and everything that concerns you. Your will, like this to a fire affirmation says, my, your, it's your will that flows effortlessly in perfect acts of creation. You endeavoring to uh, uh, be the authority over another unless it's literally your child, and even that has certain parameters that should not be crossed. Um, 
if you're trying to be the authority on anyone else, it, you're once again you're going to experience Pisces full moon season as a whole nightmare. Let me, I'm just giving you a heads up. I'm giving you a heads up. And keep in mind, I know the astrology too. About to break that down while I'm pulling cards for the twelve signs, and then after I break down the astrology, I'm going to read what I pulled for the twelve signs. Um, in the upright, this is for the emperor. You are establishing structures and foundations, the number two and the root chakra and the full moon in cancer energy because cancer is at the base of the chart wheel. You are establishing structures and foundations from which your success will grow. You favor stability and certainty over flexibility and change. You have the discipline to see your plans through. It may take some discipline on your part between now and Monday night to make sure that you stay focused first by chakra card on being stable and balanced base chakra and the waiting game to a fire card. So it, like I said, it may take some discipline to make sure you're protecting yourself when you're dealing with Pisces energy where there are no boundaries. Ain't no boundaries in Pisces. Everything is merged and melded and dissolved. I'm about to share with y'all a Mars-Neptune aspect that's influencing this Pisces full moon. Same thing. Neptune governs Pisces. So it's a lot of merging and blending going on, as it should be. There's nothing wrong with that. But you don't want to merge. Let me help you. You don't want to merge with everything and everybody. You don't want to be influenced by everything and everybody. You don't want anything and everything having access to you energetically. So that's where the first card out, the root chakra, comes in, stabilizing yourself, securing your own energy so that no one else can hijack it. Okay? So with that, let's talk a little bit about the astrology. I'll be over here pulling cards at the same time, and we're going to keep it rolling and see if anybody wants to hop on at the end to check in with their personal energy. All right. Full moon astrology. The full moon has contacts to Mars. The moon will be opposing Mars. The full moon has a contact to Neptune, which I just mentioned. It's conjunct Neptune. Both of these are fairly loose. The opposition to Mars is at a five-degree orb. You're starting to get pretty loose there, but it's it's showing up, so I'm going to talk about it. Um, The conjunction from the full moon to Neptune is even looser at a six-degree orb, uh, but it's popping up, so let's go there. The tightest aspect is actually a sextile to Pluto. So there's certainly going to be a divine opportunity. And let me give you a hint. Pluto, is a, it rules a water sign, Scorpio. So there's even more water energy popping up at this tightest orb uh, between the full moon and Pluto. So uh, Pluto's all about transformation. Pluto's all about our psychology. Pluto is all about um, um, the, the death and rebirth cycle. Come on, full moon. Y'all know by now, full moons are where whatever is being fully illuminated, it gives us a divine opportunity to shed, release, and let go. Everything we've been building, every, every seed you plant leading up to the harvest, it's not going to be fulfilled. 
or it's not maybe you put it, it wasn't what you thought and you got to you know do something with that so um that's i'm i'm going to mention that as well so i like to just break things especially under this virgo energy i like to keep it real simple and efficient and so i'm looking at things from the context of mars opposite neptune and from the aspect of Mars um, trining Pluto. And then that way we cover the fact that the full moon has a contact with Mars, has a contact with Neptune, has a contact with Pluto, because Mars is having a contact with them both. <laughs> so let me, uh, let me mention the, the Mars opposition to Neptune, because like I said, if y'all will check out um, astrologyking.com, I love Jamie's website. His name is Jamie. And... Um, he just he has everything broken down so succinctly, and so I like to utilize that when I'm talking to y'all uh, because it's just once again it's really efficient. It's all just right there. So on the astrologyking.com website, breaking down Mars opposite Neptune transit, he mentions that Mars opposite Neptune transit can bring discouragement, weakness. I just mentioned that with the Neptune Pisces influence and feelings of inadequacy, where everything is merging and melding and, and dissolving, and, and, and there's, there can be a weakening effect with Neptune, okay? Um, this talk, he talks about this being a low point in your energy, especially regarding margin things like sexuality and competitiveness. This may be a time you don't really feel like competing. Lucky I, I mentioned what I already mentioned, because if you're focused on your energy, your fire, your will, your life force energy, your chakras, your energy centers, then you're not trying to compete anyway. If anything, like I always say, my only competition is who I was yesterday. That's it. And so that's going to come in real handy <laughs> leading up to this full moon in Pisces. And like I said, throughout the duration of the Pisces full moon season, which lasts until the next full moon season. We're having a full moon in Pisces now. The next full moon is going to be in Aries. And I also thought that was interesting that our main card was a number one root chakra, number six first eye chakra, and number two to a fire, the waiting game. Those all add up to nine. Nine has such a Pisces and Neptunian feel to it because all of these energies represent the ending of things, just like a full moon, the culmination point. So we're wrapping things up. This is the full moon that has an emphasis on endings. Pisces is the final sign. And so this is the area of space in Pisces where we need to be practicing extreme self-care. It's not about going up against Johnny, Jackie, or none of them. It's about you, yourself, and, and you. So thing, margin themes and things, competitiveness, sexuality, uh, you're not going to be trying to really go hard in the paint, okay? And that's a heads up with people you're dealing with. If they're not going hard for you and coming hard for you, this is likely why. And, and you shouldn't be hard on them about it. This is an energy where, and Jamie goes on to say, this is not the time to be striving hard, for success, as you would come up against strong opposition and your chance of winning is not good. It's not the time to play the dating game. It's not the time to be in third-party situations trying to compete for somebody's affections and attention. 
he he wraps up this paragraph by saying the extra stress of performing would only leave you more susceptible to embarrassment, illness, or disappointment. And what I just mentioned will mitigate all that. If you're practicing extreme self-care, you don't have to worry about being ill. If you're practicing extreme self-care and and focusing your focus, there's that with the first house chakra again, and you're focusing on your will flowing in perfect acts of creation. Like I said, you're, are you are you not still planting seeds and manifesting just because we're coming up to a Pisces full moon season? Of course you are. Are you focused on competition and, and, and third parties and all this confusion, low vibrational Pisces energy that, that sounds more like a nightmare than a dream fulfilled? Who's sitting up dreaming about competing for someone's attention or affection? We already went over the cards that encourage us to be balanced, structured, stable, right? So there's no room for that. At the end, I like he usually gives like some suggestions. Here he says, uh, (laughs) uh, he says, there's a greater potential now of falling victim to anything that triggers your adrenaline, whether it be a direct marketing scheme, drugs. Ooh, be mindful of the drugs, y'all. Neptune. Mm, mm, mm. Be mindful of the drugs. Like I said, healthy boundaries in place. You can't watch everything right now. Listen to everything. You can't do everything right now. He goes on to say the greater uh, potential of falling victim to even online dating and conspiracy theories. He said he wraps it up by saying the best option now is to conserve your energy or express it through a creative or spiritual Pisces and Neptune and the number nine through a spiritual outlet. See, and once again, in our society, people don't want to hear that. They're like, spiritual, oh, that just means sit around and meditate, you know, sit around and hum and chant and do nothing and da-da-da. Okay. (laughs) Everything is spiritual. Anything can be spiritual. And he wraps it up by saying, and this is best done by yourself and quietly. By yourself and quietly. You will find fulfillment in this way, but still should avoid expressing it publicly. There's an emphasis on, and you see, we get, and you see, and you see, we have the Aries card of authority at the bottom of the deck. Aries is the first sign, and it's one, just like our first card, one. I, I just got to saying, me, myself, and I. That's where the emphasis is. I don't care if you're talking about Pisces, where we're having this full moon energy, where we're ending things, wrapping things up emotionally, wrapping things up energetically and spiritually, wrapping things up in our subconscious, or whether you're talking about Aries, the first sign. They both deal in a long time. (laughs) And here you have the very planetary energies that govern both of them, Mars ruling Aries and Neptune ruling Pisces, opposite each other. Stars of the show during this upcoming Pisces full moon. So let me help you. If you're having competition, battles, opposition with anybody outside of you, I would like to suggest that it's really going on inside of you. You see, we ain't got nothing but chakra cards that pop up. 
And then the one card that's not a chakra card is the Mars in Aries card. That's self in self, the self planet Mars inside the self sign, Aries. So that's your big, huge hint as to how to maneuver through these, this challenging energy, even of Mars opposite Neptune, the best. His last sentence says, although you may get a rush out of such things, expressing your fulfillment publicly, others may find it too weird or confusing. It's just to, whenever there's an opposition or any challenging aspect, opposition, square, even sometimes with the conjunction, it increases the likelihood from, my, from what I've observed over the past about decade of watching these energies in myself in my life, in others, in their lives, um, is that when these challenging aspects like the opposition, conjunction, and square come up, it increases the likelihood that a low vibrational manifestation will pop up from what I've seen. And so there's a high chance of, of, of um, embarrassment, illness, disappointment, being uh, uh, perceived as weird or confusing. And I don't mean weird in the good way. I mean weird as in you turn somebody off way, not the, in the good weird you intrigue somebody, right? They're like, oh, it's kind of weird. I kind of like it. <laughs> and in the low vibrational way, it's like, ill, click, block, <laughs> you know, that way. So that's my encouragement as it relates to the Mars opposition to Neptune. The only, the only other aspect, I'm, we're not going to do a whole segment on, like, this laundry list of aspects that are popping up, but just the tightest ones, the main ones. The only one, other one I'm going to mention is this Mars trying to Pluto. The same Mars that's opposing Neptune is trining the Pluto that I mentioned earlier that governs Scorpio, right? Jamie says that Mars trying Pluto transit gives a tremendous surge of goal-directed energy. What did we say about the first five chakra card? Focus. What are we focused on right now? It's going to be important. A tremendous surge of goal-directed energy, which makes you very ambitious at this time. You can be assertive and direct in achieving your desires while still maintaining harmony. Thank you, Trine. Trines and sextiles are harmonious aspects. So I'm not surprised you said that. This non-threatening, that's why I say competition, is not going to be aggressive right now, <laughs> being aggressive towards others. If you're being aggressive towards your goals, your dreams, your ambitions, by all means, just not towards another. This non-threatening approach, he says, encourages cooperation and impresses people in power. You may even be asked to take on a position of power or initiate a major transition or project at work. You may even be asked, uh, oh, I apologize, this transit will highlight any leadership potential that you have. Y'all wonder why we got the authority emperor card at the bottom of the deck, leadership, first, first sign, out, Aries. That's leadership. You got to be a leader to be the first one, and you can't be scared. He wraps it up by saying, your increased passion, drive, ambition may extend to probing the mysteries of life. We're talking about Mars trining Pluto here. Deep research and the occult can lead, occult just means things that are hidden or mysterious, 
and not that deep. Deep research in the occult can lead to spiritual, there's that word again, and physical healing. Both Neptune and Pluto govern water signs. We, we already went over that. Neptune governing Pisces and Pluto governing Scorpio. So once again, water energies are spiritual as well as emotional. There's a lot of room for emotional healing to take place right along with the Virgo and mental health that's on the table for improvement this month and season, emotional and spiritual healing as well. This transit favors investigations of all kinds, and you may become single-minded, a.k.a. focused first eye chakra, single-minded in, in uncovering deep, dark secrets. And with Pluto governing our psychology, those deep, dark secrets can be within us. Once again, if you're focused externally at this time, I don't even know what to tell you. Get your eyes off of others and get it on you. Whatever you're waiting on and wondering about, the answers are inside of you. We already got that moonology card that the answers we seek are coming. And they, they're coming to the degree that we're going within for those answers. He even references psychology, Jamie does uh, earlier in the, the, the little segment. He says, uh, conflict is unlikely under this influence, but you can confidently advance through challenging situations. Yeah, you can. When you're stable and secure in your foundation within your own energy, it ain't, can't nothing come at you that you're not energetically prepared for. Uh, he says, uh, this is a great time to stand up and be counted or eliminate any obstacles that have hindered success. This also applies to your inner psychology where you can transform any area of your life which has not been working. He didn't say you're going to transform an area of your life by uh, trying to punk somebody or trying to um, trying to scare off this third party so they'll get out of the way so you can have your person who is obviously chilling with entertaining multiple people. It, that's the key. He's saying that it's not about that. He's saying that it's about, he's confirming what I'm saying, that um, it's about your energy. First, we, we've had enough ones, enough Aries energy, enough Mars energy to confirm that. I do want to read this final paragraph. He says, uh, sexual relations, because we're talking about Mars, we were talking about Mars with Mars opposite Neptune, and we're talking about Mars with Mars trying Pluto, and whenever we're talking about Mars, we are talking about sex and sexual energy. And in Western society, of course, it's all gotten very skewed. And so, and so we don't understand. We're, we weren't taught. Y'all can look up Kinsey. I forgot his first name. But there was a, there's a Kinsey report, K-I-N-S-E-Y, and y'all can thank him. He is responsible for our jacked-up view as a society on what sex is. He is responsible for the pornography, prayerfully, that you don't watch. But if you do, he's responsible for that. You know, if you are going to watch porn, know the history. Know where it came from. Know where it started. Everything has an inception from at some point. Speaking of Mars and the number one in Aries. And so when we're talking about sexual energy in the highest vibration, not the low uh jacked up Kinsey report vibration, but when we're talking about it from the highest spiritual vibration, we are talking about life force energy. 
We're talking about Mars. We're talking about the first house in astrology. We're talking about Aries. We're talking about what you do with your energy. And if the best thing you can come up with to do, to do with your energy is being strife and conflict and competition, it's not going to work this time around. Um, he says sexual relations will especially benefit from your increased passions if you are in a healthy connection, if you are in a, in a sexual scenario with somebody or multiple somebodies that's healthy, you're going to love Mars activating Neptune and Pluto at this time because the Neptune component will be activated with imagination and letting go and surrendering, yes. And the Pluto aspect will be activated by way of the intensity and the power, yes. And um, you can manifest easier. Sex magic is going to be on the menu. Um, If you're not in a healthy connection with someone else, here we go again, reverting back to the one, reverting back to Mars, reverting back to Aries, me, myself, and I, self. if you're not in a connection right now, if the healthiest connection you have right now is with you, yourself, and, and you, then you can still get that sexual magic in, let me tell you, okay? You can still add, it, the, the, you can still add to your manifestation powerfully so with uh, this Mars trine Pluto aspect. It, he says you will be wielding power and influence. So it is important to use your power wisely. If you're coming from a base chakra level of stability, security, groundedness, then that should be very easy for you to use your power wisely. Once again, if you're not and you're imbalanced and you're ungrounded and you're confused and you're out here just banging in the folks, don't care, don't know what time it is, don't care what time it is, you're just going for broke, then you won't be using your power wisely and you'll have a lot of nightmarish manifestations to prove it. He wraps up saying others will be magnetically drawn. Come on, Pluto. Others will be magnetically drawn to you, so be mindful. Here we go again. Be mindful of your effect on others who may be weaker than yourself. That's why I say it with the emperor card at the bottom of the deck. That's why Spirit wanted me to read that um, interpretation of the reverse. What did it say? I'm going right back to it. It says be mindful. Be mindful of your relationship with power and authority. Allow this energy to flow through you, not against you. If you are embodying, I know I am, (laughs) I know Mama's Babies and the Growing Mama's Babies Nation and the supporters of Mama Dada Astrology here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency and beyond, I know we're wielding power regularly, so even more is going to be enhanced as we get into Pisces full moon season, right? And so us powerful ones, us who who, who are stable and secure and grounded and and wielding our power from that place, the ones that are weaker than us, we're not going to try to dominate them. Look at me. Spirit, with all this power I'm wielding, what does spirit lead me to do? Get right back here on Blog Talk Radio and spread the word. Use that that power, wield that power wisely in a way that it benefits those others who who may energetically be weaker than me, who spiritually may be weaker than me. 
not lord over them. Ha ha. I know something you don't know. Ha ha. I got access to energies and powers you don't have. Ha ha. I have an inside scoop energetically and spiritually and you don't. And and any boo-boo. No. That's trifling. (laughs) Don't be trifling. Do yourself a favor leading up to Monday night's full moon. Don't be trifling. Help yourself. (laughs) His last sentence says, I'm sorry. Oh, I cracked my, I'm a Sagittarius. Y'all know by now I got sun and sad, so I will crack myself up if I'm the only one laughing. Um, He says, with this in mind, a new romance. What did we have at the bottom of the deck in the moonology spread? A new start is coming. Spirit already told us before we even looked at the astrology, but the astrology just confirms it. Mars Chime Pluto said uh, on Jamie's site, astrologyking.com, with this in mind, a new romance is very possible now and would itself bring a big transformation in your life. Are you ready to transform, my sweet baby, in my Monique voice? <laughs> Are you ready to transform? Be ye transformed. How? Look at the, look at the moonology card in our main spread. Full moon in Gemini. Mercury is about. It's already in the retrograde zone. It's about to station. Let me give y'all the date because y'all know I like to give y'all the date. Be ye transformed and renewed. How? Spirit of your mind. Hey. Come on. What we got? It's come. Oh, the twenty seventh. I already know the date. I'm tripping. Mercury stations retrograde early in the a.m., uh, 12, 10 a.m. in the central time zone on Monday, September the 27th. The full moon is on a Monday, and Mercury stationing retrograde on a Monday, just a week apart. Mercury stationing retrograde, FYI, at 25 degrees and 28 solar arc minutes of Libra. Bruh. So... Even if it's not a new romance, y'all, we got at the bottom of the monology deck that a new start is coming. Whatever area, I've already pulled the cards for the 12 signs. I'm about to go through those real quick and see if we can't hook some people up on the back end of the, of the broadcast with a free quick little mini read, one, one question. But the new start don't have to be in romance. What area of your life do you need a transformation in? What area of your life do you need to be transformed? So even if you feel at this time that you're living through somewhat of a nightmare, that between now and, and, and Monday night's full moon, or, or like I said, you can look at a few days after that full moon if you're looking for something to manifest and show up. Did I do it? Did, it, did, it, did my seed planting it bear the fruit that I'm looking for? Whatever new start, we got all these ones. We got all these Aries uh, in confirmation energies. We got all these Mars. The two, the only two aspects we looked at both got Mars in it. So something starting, even after I pulled the 12 cards for the signs, what's at the bottom of the deck but the page of fire? Aries again. Something starting, sweet baby. Something is setting off. Something is, is being initiated, and I'm here to tell you, that it's being initiated in you first. Period, Pooh. <laughs> it's being initiated in you first. It's being initiated in your root, your first chakra first. Uh, uh, I got. I, I have a little cheat sheet for the chakras that I made for myself. Survival, health, health. Let's start there. 
you whatever you finna build your dream life on, it's gonna be based on your health. Like I said, with the Pisces energy, you can't eat everything between now and Monday night. You can't look at everything. You can't listen to everything. You're going to have to have some healthy boundaries in place. First first, uh, base, first chakra, base and root. That's why you're the authority. We're the authority and the emperor at the bottom of the deck. Because who's, who, whose decision is it what goes in your body but me, myself, and I? And if the answer to that question is not me, myself, and I, you got a whole nother set of issues to work through. Why are you not the final authority in your life at, in regards to whatever it is, what goes in your body, what you watch on TV, what you listen to regarding music? Why are you not the final authority? That's a whole nother issue. But if you know, are well aware, and live out the daily reality that you are the authority in your own life, then health. Your health is your business. Your health is your priority. Your health is your responsibility. If you're manifesting, planting seeds from a place of French fries and Burger King, if you're planting seeds, I'm just channeling messages here. I don't care what you eat, but the structures that this first base root chakra, the very first card that came out of the, for the spread for everybody, is talking about what the, the structures, the foundations, what you're building on. And then the emperor card just emphasizes that, that those structures and foundations are based on what you decide. Survival, it says that I have here for the Muladhara base root chakra, survival, health, structure, control, security, longevity. You can't control nobody but you. That's why I was talking about the third-party situations and stuff like that. That's not going to be fruitful at this time. We already talked about that with Mars opposite Neptune. It's not going to work. That's why the, out of the three main cards that came out, two of them are chakra cards because you don't, you don't have any control over somebody else's chakras, just yours. So this spread has to be about us and our energy and what we're focused on and what we're, if we're balanced or imbalanced in these energy centers of ours, we all have them, yet you. <laughs> and so let's go ahead. We've done the main spread cards, and I threw in the bottom of the deck interpretations. We've talked about the uh, astrological aspects that stood out to me. Um, uh, when I looked at the full moon and Pisces chart coming up, Mars opposite Neptune and Mars trine Pluto, I did mention Mercury retrograde because I just want y'all to keep in mind that something could be coming up from the past, especially since we've been talking about feelings and emotions, things, energy inside of us. If you're being triggered by something externally, let me give you a hint. Something's coming back up inside of you, Mercury retrograde, that is going to impact your relationship because Mercury retrograde is in Libra, and Libra is the opposite of all this Aries energy I've been talking about because Libra that governs relationships includes and starts with our relationship with ourselves first. That's it. Ain't no relationship we have with anybody else that we got problems with, issues with, we tired and through it, and we ready for them to go, we're ready for them to change. We're really tired and through of ourselves. We're really ready for the lower vibrational aspects of ourselves to go. And we're really sick and tired of our own selves and our own BS. 
because it's because of any imbalance that may be within us that we are even experiencing these external mirrored energies called other people and relationships with them in the first place. So with that being said, I've got, y'all know I don't go Aries to Pisces. I go in energetic order. And so we're going to start out with Pisces. I'm going to interpret for the astrology as well as the card that popped out for you guys. So let's get into it. Pisces. Pisces, you are experiencing, of course, you're first (laughs) because you're experiencing this lunation, the Pisces full moon in your first house. And you, it's real major with you. You got a major arcana, the lover's card, the number six, which was the center card in our spread. The first eye chakra is the sixth card, okay? And six talks about uh, release, release, ease, things easing up. And specifically, I've been, I've been really diving into numerology, y'all, because these numbers, you know, men lie, <laughs> women lie. But these numbers don't lie, and six corresponds with the energy of love and pleasure. And y'all got the lover's card. I'm loving this this pool already. Let's get it, Pisces. It also talks about um, the number six and nurturing and caring. Balance. We've already been talking about balance. Um, Artistry, beauty, helpfulness, community-orientedness. And so... You know, with everything we've already been discussing in a general sense, Pisces, I would venture to say, oh, Harmony has two people on it, though. See, you're going to, because this full moon is in your Pisces, your sign Pisces, you are literally going to be embodying within yourself and your relationships the mirror that I just got there talking about reflected in your life for all of us to see. This full moon is in your sign, so we should be able to look at you and see the lovers, the harmony, the love, the pleasantry, the balance. So that that's not going to come by osmosis. It's not going to come automatically. It's going to come because of everything I've said up until now, because you focus on you, yourself, and you. You focus on your energy, your inner G centers, you focus on healing yourself and being happy, healthy, and whole. We talked about health. Happy, healthy, and whole from the root to the tutor, from the root chakra on up, right? You didn't stay stuck in that root chakra. You moved on up, and you did that. By The lover's cards can talk about choices, right? And so, you, you like I said, it's not going to happen by osmosis. Clearly, you 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 have, you will be, we still got a, what, a few days left between now and Monday night, and that there's still time to turn it around. The moon is still waxing. There's still time to make a, a good decision, lovers. There's still time to decide to to be the authority in your own life. I love that. That just came to me. Um, let me read this for you real quick, and I'll move right on to the next sign, which is Gemini. Okay, um, Pisces, just in case it's reversed, let me read that. Honor and love your beautiful self, me, myself, and I, Pisces. Honor and love your beautiful self. Integrate the different parts of yourself to find True alignment and harmony. Yes. Become aware of what you value and honor those values in your choices. If you're honoring you in the choices that you're making and you're not, you, the primary, it's not that you don't want to consider other people, Pisces. I know you're so, you're so selfless and compassionate. You're the most. Um, it's not that you don't honor other people in your choices, but you need to be at the top 
sweet baby. You need to be the the priority. Everything else will trickle out from that. Everything else will manifest harmoniously and pleasantly and lovely and balanced as a result of you starting with square one, numero uno. That's you. All right. Gemini. Gemini. Uh, Gemini. You are experienced. Pisces, first house means the house of self, by the way. So that just is double confirmation. Uh, Gemini, you are experiencing the Pisces full moon in your fourth house of family, of feelings. This is the first water house. So you are leading the charge for your other air, um, your other air sign brothers and sisters, Libra and Aquarius. You're leading the charge on how to maneuver through these feelings which clearly with y'all getting the Ten of Fire, a.k.a. the Ten of Wands card, I'm seeing that you could, that could feel burdensome. I mean, y'all are air signs. Y'all aren't water signs. Y'all, aren't, y'all are the very opposite of being ruled by your feelings and, and all, all this Piscean, what, Pisces, full moon, feelings, uh, 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 um, surrendering to spirit and accepting and allowing and forgiving. Like, that's a whole new thing for air signs. But this is the season y'all are in. There's a time and a season for everything. A, a young lady just that I follow, she just put that scripture up this week. Ecclesiastes, I believe it was 3, 1 through 8. There's a time and season for everything under the heavens. There's a time to laugh, Gemini. Y'all are notorious for that. And there's also a time to cry. If it comes up, let it out. It won't feel like a ten of fire burden if you let it go. There's an image of the ten of fire I love to send to my mama's babies because the lady is holding these ten wands, but she doesn't look burdened. There's another scripture I love. It says, uh, it's, it's the spirit of God speaking, and it says, my yoke is easy. Yoke is that what goes around the neck of an animal when they're trying to wrestle it. My yoke is easy. You, 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 y'all, you, just what did I just say to Pisces about the number six? We all got the number six in the main spread, in the center of the spread. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. And in this image, the lady's holding all ten wands. You can't get no more than ten in the tarot. Ten is it. That's the highest number. And she just, this is, a card, this is supposed to be a card of burdens and feeling overwhelmed and feeling overextended, like you just, like, what? Really? This is my life right now? And you could be feeling that way because of the emotions that are getting kicked up, because of Mercury retrograde that's going on in a fellow air sign to you, Libra. So it has easy access to you. And so I'm encouraging you to do like the lady in the image that I love so much is that when you're doing, we, we're talking about, we, we've already talked about all this margin energy getting kicked up, all this first, uh, these, this number one energy, all this Aries energy getting kicked up. Kicked up. If, you're pas- if you're taking all this passion and fire and putting it into fourth house, I just told you you're having this transit for your fourth house of family and home. If you're taking all this energy and putting it into your home, and putting it into feeling at home within yourself and putting it into feeling better, like I walk with my uh, mama's babies through different scenarios and situations, if you can just feel a little bit better. You, you, if you're trying to jump from feeling sad, to, oh, all these feelings, they're overwhelming me. They're making me feel like the tent of fire. If you're, putting, if you're trying to go from feeling overwhelmed and overburdened to floating on a cloud, good luck. 
But if you're trying, if you're going from t- feeling overburdened, to just it, take one one fire wand off at a time. Let's just go from the ten to the nine. Then we can go from the nine to the eight. You're trending in the right direction. Let me give you a hint. After the full, after the moon is full on Monday night and it starts waning down, it could feel a lot less burdensome. So let me just give you that heads up as well. But just know that you have the authority emperor card at the bottom of the deck to alleviate any way that you feel stressed, uh, overwhelmed, and overburdened. Um, and I would look to the card right before your ears with the lover's card that Pisces got just by making a different decision. Like I said, between now and the full moon, these healthy boundaries, this, first, this base root chakra is going to be a blessing to us if we tap into it, if we tap into Get balanced. You're a fourth house. That's a critical. I'm doing Pisces, Gemini, Virgo, and Sag first because y'all having the most critical house activation. Period, poof. These are major critical areas of life. Family, home, how you feel. If you're feeling burdened in this area, reach out. That, maybe that's the decision you need to make to reach out. That rolls me right into Virgo because the card Virgo got is also an added benefit to how you could uh, help yourself through this tough energy if you're having issues maneuvering through the water and the emotions, um, Gemini. Virgo, it has the page of pentacles, the only card, page of earth, the only card that came out sideways. (laughs) I just took it. I was like, okay, that must mean something. But Virgo, you're having, you're experiencing this Pisces full moon through your seventh house of others, relationships. That's the critical. I said the first four signs got these critical house activations. Virgo, for you, it's these relationships. And I just said before I even got started on the sign that Libra, the sign of the Mercury retrograde that we're already in the shadow of, Libra governs this seventh house. So whatever's popping up for you in these relationships is coming back to you, and y'all have a court card, which represents a person. could be you it's representing sideways. Page of Earth is a practical energy. Page of Earth is is a slower-moving energy, and it's not – what did I title this whole broadcast? Waiting, wondering and waiting. While you're waiting – there's practical things that could, could be done that could positively impact your relationships, this critical area of space. You're an earth sign. You're experiencing this Pisces full moon through an air house, air, thoughts, ideas, words, words, you co- communication, you communicating to yourself. This is the earth of earth. This talks about it, it's a, a student, student. Maybe you need to learn you. What this I said for everybody in the general message, me, myself, and I. It, it just keeps coming up. Two out of our three cards talk about self. One base chakra, I, me, one base root, bottom, right? And then the two of fire, Mars and Aries, more self energy, your will. Will you or won't you, Virgo? Will you or won't you? You're the very sign that this new moon energy is in, that this Pisces full moon is an energetic response to. That's why that's what makes it a full moon. Once again, the full moon in Pisces, directly opposite the sun still in Virgo. 
So you're in the spotlight. You're having a critical house activation. Anything showing up in the context of your relationships, especially the communication, especially how you communicate to other people, especially. Maybe that's why you're coming out sideways because you need to take a more practical approach. Just think of it practically, Virgo. That should be very easy for you with you um, carrying earth energy. But sometimes, like in the main spread, we get off balance. Sometimes we get off track. Sometimes we get confused. Sometimes we haven't done enough of the groundwork of laying out healthy boundaries, and we've been infiltrated by lower vibrational entities and energies, just like this Pisces energy would, uh, would uh, support, that, that we can't even see. You can't even see Pisces energy is spiritual. It can only be perceived, but you can't see it with your physical eye. You can't see, you can't ascertain it. We were talking about air with your seventh house activation. You can't ascertain it with your conscious mind. So maybe you don't even think you're in a particular energy, but it'll. I'm here to tell you, it's gonna show up in your relationship. If you, as a Virgo, are experiencing relationships that are imbalanced, that are out, that are whack, that are like it, it was talking about Mars opposite Neptune, that are competition and be. It's point you need to go back to the just think practically. Well, if it and think object air is beautiful for you, Virgo, because it puts you in a position to think objectively, not subjectively like Gemini. Gemini gonna be all in their feelings. All the air signs gonna be in their feelings. Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, just let me help you. And they may not. I'm telling you, an air sign that don't know how to communicate how they feel is gonna be real obvious at this time. But for you, Earth you have a direct line of access to this objectivity, this logic and rationale. And if you would just sit down with yourself, me, myself, and I, that's everybody's message. If you were to tap into the me, myself, and I energy, you would be able to take this page of earth and sit it right side up instead of it being sideways because you would be able to say, okay, let me think about this logically and practically. If somebody was treating me the way I treat them, would I like it? Yeah. If somebody was dealing with me the way I'm dealing with these people, would it be a problem? That's going to help you turn this page of Earth right side up. And the last of the first four signs that are having critical house activations here at the Pisces full moon is Sagittarius. Okay, Sag. I'm channeling. Luckily for y'all, I don't be in my feelings just because I'm a Sag. I just channel the messages. (laughs) But Sagittarius, you are experiencing this full moon in Pisces through the top of your chart, the 10th house that's ruled by Saturn and Capricorn. And so, it's, hey, let me, let me ask you this, Sagittarius, leading up to the full moon in Pisces. How does it feel to be the boss? <laughs> this is the area of the chart that puts you in a boss position. We already got the emperor, a.k.a. authority card at the bottom of the deck, you're, and you sh- you're showing up with the very card that's in our main spread, Sagittarius, two of fire, two of wands. Let me go refer to the little booklet just, uh, just in case, like I did with Pisces, in case it's flipped upside down. In the reverse, two of fire. You have an idea, but you lack a clear plan and have little energy to move it forward. Go back to your original idea, this Mars first house. Number one, Aries energy that's getting kicked up, the passion of it all with the Mars trying to Pluto. Go back to your original idea and the energy and enthusiasm you initially felt 
and let that guide you to the next step. So even in the tune, if you're feeling like it may be reversed with you, even that's pointing back to the one, the message we've been getting this whole time. It's pointing you back to you. If you two of fire is like this energy of uh, you, you'll see on the main card, uh, the main image that this person is like holding a globe of some sort, maybe a crystal ball. But she's looking out as it, 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 it's the card in the main spread. So you'll see it in the slideshow. It says the waiting game. She's looking out. She's waiting. She's she's uh, she's powerful, but she's in this uh, 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 like a what do you call it when you're in between? You're you're suspended like the hangman, which is the the major arcana card about waiting. She's suspended. She's waiting on something, but there's a way to wait. And if you're waiting powerfully and in your fiery energy, this should be this is the the card itself is showing up as you and your power. This, uh, the two of fire is the card that is the Lord of Dominion. Like I said, bottom of the deck, authority, emperor card. And, and, and like I mentioned at the top of the broadcast, because we all got this in our main spread, you're getting it specifically. It's that critical, Sagittarius, the Spirit said, boop, boop, boop. I'm about to give you that card again just for emphasis that this is about your personal power and your ability to master a situation in your life, in your energy not in someone else. You're going to show up Sagittarius being the boss. Tenth house is an earth house. That's a material manifestation. You are going to boss up and manifest something material at this time in Pisces full moon season to the degree that you master your own energy, master your own dominion. What In the scriptures when it talks about being given the dominion over the fowls of and just we've been given dominion over everything on earth, earth sign transit for you, tenth house. You've been given the dominion to master everything that's in your immediate environment and under your control and influence base chakra. So, so take full divine advantage, and then guess what? You won't be we, – we're in full moon in Pisces now where things are wrapping up and ending. The emphasis is on what, what's ending, what's being shared, released, and let go. But after that, Sagittarius, it's going to be a full moon in Aries, your sister fire sign. It's going to be easy and effortless for the manifestation, the new start that's coming that we got at the bottom of the Moonology deck, it's going to be real easy and effortless. The groundwork is being laid now. Just like I said in the general message, I'm asking you right now, specifically Sagittarius, what are you going to be doing while you're waiting? Just wondering? Boss up and build. Boss up and build. Use your authority to boss up and build. All right, moving on. Next, we have Cancer, because Cancer and Scorpio are sister signs to Pisces. So y'all have easy, this is what I just said about Sagittarius, for when we get the full moon in Aries, that's active for you right now, Cancer and Scorpio. Y'all get to siphon off easily and effortlessly the, the beauty of what Pisces energy is, uh, is being activated right now. So for Cancer, y'all are having a fifth house activation. Fun, baby. Fun, dating, romance, chilling, children. Hey, that's the country way of saying children. Chilling, your inner child, um, 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 games, uh, sports, leisure, right? Creativity, creation. If it's not physical babies, as in a, a human, then it's your creative babies, just like my mama's babies and the growing mama's babies nation. This is something I created out of my imagination first eye chakra card that's in the center of our spread 
perhaps this is showing for you, uh, you've got the Knight of Air, the Knight of Swords. Um, and I love that you got the Knight because the fifth house is a firehouse. That's the house ruled by Leo. And all of the knights come with fire. The night of air is, is the fire of air. That, that's a passion. So I'm already seeing you're creating something as it relates to ideas, communication, um, and, and, and then these knights initiate. So you, perhaps cancer, there's something, say what you need to say. And, and, and with the fifth house, getting creative with it might help. You may need to visualize and see yourself if it's a tough conversation you need to have, if it's an application you need to put in that you've been procrastinating on or hesitant of because you feel like, well, I don't, I'm not going to really be good at that. Or da, 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 da. You are being encouraged to go for it and be creative. Let your creativity flow. Let your inner child come out to play. Uh, have fun with it. Uh, uh, add a little romance. Y'all already heard with the Mars Trine Pluto, uh, the astrology for this full moon that we're going to have access to this creative energy by way of Pluto that can transform something, that can heal something. It may be healing for you to get it out. If I don't care if nobody clicks on it. I don't care if nobody listens. Spirit's been taking me through the same thing. Get it done. Let, the, let what's happening on the other side of it, let that be in God's hands. It's a Pisces full moon. This is spiritual and energetic. It's not about it's about the energy. We got two out of three cards that are chakra cards. Ener chakra, a.k.a. energy centers, it's about the energy. Initiate it in your energy first. Maybe you practice saying it in a mirror. Maybe fill out the application, and, I don't know, <laughs> and pray over it before you send it off. Whatever your spirituality, we're, Pisces full moons means we're all being led by our spirit right now, our spirit. That's why it's about me, myself, and I. That's why it matters what influences you're allowing in right now and if you have enough healthy boundaries in place because we have things to do in the spirit realm and, 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 and it's not a time to wait for you with this night of air. Say the thing, communicate the thing, um, cancer. Uh, 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 maybe, maybe some communication is coming in to you, cancer, and maybe you need to filter it, especially since you're having a firehouse activation. Maybe you need to filter it through this uh, fifth house rule by Leo and the sun. It also is an energy of the heart and the soul. Uh, Leos are known for being generous and all this stuff. So perhaps if there's some communication coming into you real fast, night of air, that uh, you may need to sit with it and filter it through the heart, filter it through Generosity. If you were if you were embodying generosity at this time, how would you take what's being said? Meaning, you would you wouldn't be so easily. I'm encouraged. Just like, I already read to y'all, Mars opposite Neptune. This is not the time to be in your feelings. And I know that's easier said than done with a whole feeling Pisces full moon. But that's where this, all the energy we've gotten, messages for structure, stability, uh, you know, focusing on our energy and having healthy boundaries in place comes into play. Your net, the next one for Scorpio, y'all got a night as well. <laughs> See, the fire signs are really coming with the fire. The first fire sign, uh, uh, I mean, I apologize, the water signs are really coming with the fire. And the fire, if you look to the, 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 your 
hello water sign that came first that this whole reading is about Pisces, it'll give you a hint of, of how to maneuver through this fiery activation. Y'all are water having fire activation in your chart. And Pisces got the lover's card, which once again is talking about these decisions. So y'all got the night of fire. <laughs> so that's fire on fire, Scorpio. That sounds just like a Scorpio, too. <laughs> and y'all are having a ninth house activation, which is governed by Sagittarius and Jupiter. So for y'all, definitely it's go time. In the spiritual realm, once again, when we're talking about a Pisces full moon, and Mars opposite Neptune at the same time, Jamie already let it be known. This is not talking about trying to mass blast, bulldoze people, uh, using your authority at the bottom of the deck with the emperor card in a low vibrational way where you're trying to dominate and have dominion over others. We all have the two of fire, specifically Sagittarius. That's not how it's getting done. If you're bulldozing through anything with this Mars trine Pluto, bulldoze through your psychology. Bulldo with the ninth house activation for you specifically, Scorpio, bulldoze through your beliefs and your personal philosophy. Bulldoze through your own uh, personal limitations you put on yourself because ninth house is all about expansion. Ninth house is all about moving beyond and growing beyond and advancing beyond any perceived limitations. That's why it matters what you believe. Sagittarius ruled by Jupiter and Pisces ruled by Neptune, it's just a high... Pisces and Neptune is just a higher vibration, and you're having a Sagittarius house activation, so let me help you. You can expand, Scorpio. You're not stuck. You're showing up as the knight of fire to prove it. Get on that horse, giddy up, and, and, and blaze through any perceived limitations because spirit wants to show you during this Pisces full moon that you can grow, that, that there is abundance. Sagittarius ninth house, that there is um, adventures and experiences that are waiting on you, and you need to get on that horse and night of fire your way through it, okay? That was pretty simple, but that's sad. So, Scorpio, you got this. Taurus, Taurus, you and Capricorn, just like, much like your Virgo sister and brother, is having an activation in air, okay? So Taurus, for you, it's the third house of Gemini and Mercury. So uh, you, and you're showing up, baby. Taurus pulls the Taurus card, King of Earth. I know you right. So that's, that's really showing mastery over your mind. That The King of Earth is a thriving energy. The King of Earth is the very stability we've been talking about this whole time and spirit is showing you embodying the stability just like a good tourist should. That's your card. And so you may get them at third house activation. Talks about all things Gemini, messages, uh, communication, travel, movement, right? And so in your movement throughout this Pisces full moon season, if you're moving like I've already been talking to us in the general about if you're moving stably, if you're moving from a place of balance, if you're moving from a place of authority, you're a whole king of earth sitting on the throne. If you're moving from a place of, of, of dominion over you, then it's going to show up in the communications that you give and receive. It's going to show up in your 
uh, local travel, the errands you run, you know, here and there, short distance trips, okay? Move, you are being encouraged more so than anybody, Taurus, to move, live, move, and have your being in this energy of stability and this energy of, of ooh, ooh, thankfulness. I like that because that's how you get to thrive in real good. Mess around and be thankful. The king of earth has the Midas touch. The king of earth is slow to anger. The king of earth is steady. And the king of earth realized, that's why they got the Midas touch, because they, they realized their goals. So you speak it, you write it down with this third house activation, Taurus, and you watch it materialize. And look for the materialization to happen in you. Mess around and have some goals and, and things you want to manifest that are inside of you. Dare to want to manifest being more thankful. <laughs> Dare to want to manifest towards being more committed and loyal and faithful and being more of a provider, providing for your own self. First and foremost, and you will get the most out of this Pisces full moon. Capricorn, the final earth sign, you are having this uh, Pisces full moon through your 11th house of Aquarius and Uranus that talks about friendships, that talks about connections, that talks about um, networking, that talks about um, groups that you're associated with. It can also talk about former lovers. Let's go there, especially with Mercury retrograde and Libra. Let's please go there, uh, Capricorn, and talk about these former lovers, especially since the card that came up for you is the Five of Water, a.k.a. the Five of Cups, a.k.a. Sadness and Loss. What I'm going to need you to do, Capricorn, because I know y'all got this, y'all can have this real bad I need you to get about the past. And I know that's easier said than done, especially with the whole Mercury retrograde in Libra, the area of relationships looming over our heads, about to station it a week after the full moon on the 27th. But I want you to try. I want you to look at this five of water and know that all of the five cups ain't spilled over. You haven't lost everything. And and whatever you're perceiving as a loss, when you get like your Taurus, earth sign brothers and sisters and get real thankful and get real faithful, committed, and loyal to you above all and get real stable and sturdy on your throne, you will not be worried about them dirty three cups. You're going to be like bumping cups. I still got two. Hey, I still got two cups. I still got me. The two cups represent contentment. (laughs) The two cups represent love and happiness starting with you. Ain't no happy couple if you ain't happy, Capricorn. Happy, Cappy, huh? The two of water talks about the very balance that the two of fire in our main spread talks about. That's the very balance that the root base chakra, number one chakra card, that's the first card in our collective spread talks about. So before you sit up here and spend another moment worried about one of these three dirty cups that's filled over, I need you to focus and pro- the 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 uh, the um, first eye chakra card in the middle of our all of our spread talks about the focus. Don't focus on the three cups. Focus on the two. Focus on building up strength and support for yourself. Two of water is Venus in Cancer. Cancer. That's how you feel. Cancer. That's the feeling at home within yourself. Cancer. That's being that's being sturdy in your emotions and inner emotional foundation. Cancer, that is you supporting yourself, caring for yourself, 
over anybody waiting on you. Not the title of this thing, waiting and wondering. You ain't got to wait on nobody. You waiting on you. Let me help you. You waiting on you, Capricorn. <laughs> if you feeling a type of way, if this this five of water talks about sadness and loss and grief. If you're feeling any of those things, let me give you a hint. You're waiting on you in order to quit feeling like that. We all got the emperor card at the bottom of the general spread. You're the authority on how you feel, not these exes, not nobody that's disappointed you, you. If you're disappointed, that means you put too much expectation on somebody. Guess, guess you learning that lesson. That's another thing to be thankful for. At least I'm learning. At least I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do this again. When Mercury goes, we're, we're going through the territory that Mercury is about to station retrograde through now. It's going to come back through this same area of space we've been living through since September the 6th. And then it's going to station direct from that point, and, and we're going to go through this area of space for a third and final time. You're going to have another opportunity. You're going to have another two opportunities, Capricorn, to figure out how to be your own best friend and support and stand up on your own two feet in the authority that you have over your feelings and scenarios that you choose. We all started out with this lover's card from Pisces that you choose to participate in. And, and you choose whether you participate in harmonious and balanced connections, 11th house of networking and who you connect with in the first place and the group you associate with in the first place, or you can choose to connect with people who are in balance and just reflect the imbalance within you. All right, Capricorn, love y'all. Final four signs, starting with Aries. Aries, just like your sister sign, Sag, that led the charge of the critical activations, you're having, you are also, you and Leo are also having uh, Earth sign activations. You are having a, your Taurus house activation, second house that governs your values, your, your self-value. Uh, Aries, how are you feeling about yourself? You feeling worthy? and valuable and priceless, or are you feeling pathetic and um, cheap? <laughs> oh, well, I'll just let it, let anything go. You know, it don't matter. It don't matter. No, it matters, Aries. It really matters how you feel about you. It Because the second house, Aries, is about your point of attraction, okay? And the card that came up for you, and I'm saying that because your point of attraction is based on how you feel about yourself, when, just notice, you've seen it in your own life and in others' lives. When you're feeling low and down, kind of like Capricorn, sad, depressed, grieving, you it seems like every low vibrational entity come along and knock on the door like, oh, you're feeling down? Hey, we can be friends. Misery loves company. <laughs> and so you're being encouraged because, if if like just like I said with uh with uh who's the second Gemini, your spirit it's not energetically feasible to imagine that you'll go from sadness and feeling overburdened to feeling light as a feather and skipping through the tulips. That's not realistic. But what is realistic, um, Aries, is that you can feel a little bit better. You can feel a little bit more better about yourself from one moment to the next it, with the lover's card that Pisces got that will trickle down to the, all the rest of us during this Pisces full moon, you can decide, you can make a decision that allows you to feel a little bit more thankful in the second house. 
a little bit more worthy. I used to tell this a second house is ruled by Venus. I used to tell my mama's babies all the time when Venus would kick up in their chart activation. Clip and file your nails. Uh, uh, steam your face. I'm talking about free stuff. So if you already got at the house, if you're if you're a, a gentleman. Uh, 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 oh, please, gentlemen, please clip your nails. Oh, my God. I just can't stand seeing a man with long nails. Whatever you can do, but it's all Venusian. It's all beautifying. It's all helping you feel a little bit better about yourself. Gentlemen, uh, if you if you cut your hair, cut, get, get a haircut, you know, if you're a, a, an Aries gentleman between now and the full moon. Um, 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 the, pamper your, uh, the second house is ruled by Taurus, so the five senses, pl- pl- uh, pleasing yourself, treating yourself, um, comforting yourself. That's going to help you feel better, which is going to improve your point of attraction, which means what does come to you is not going to be miserable, low vibrational, and shifty. It's going to be resonating more on the level of I care about myself. So what's going to come along? Other things and people to care about me too. I'm comforting myself. So what's going to come along? More comfort. And y'all got Aries, y'all got the seven of fire. And so that's showing it. it I, I, you know, that usually comes up as stand your ground, and, you know, it shows you kind of in a defensive position. But I'm telling you, it's, y'all ought to know this better than anybody, Aries. The best defense is a good offense. <laughs> so if you're over here comforting yourself and pleasing, making sure you're pleased and pampered and well taken care of, your point of attraction and vibration is high, that's a defense all in itself. I just got through talking about with this Pisces energy for all of us that we need to have some healthy boundaries in place. We need to have some structures in place that protect us, that stabilize us. When you're stable in who you are, when you are standing on a firm footing, they can't touch you, Aries. But you're not going to be on a firm footing if you feel like, mm, I'm, the, I'm alone, nobody loves me. I don't have everything I want. I must not be worth it. That's not a strong position. And so you're being encouraged to get your re, get reacquainted with the strength that is you. Y'all so strong, y'all showed up at the bottom of the deck with the emperor card. Y'all so strong, y'all showed up in the first card, first chakra, base chakra. Y'all so strong, y'all showed up in two of the three main cards. So anybody that's, that's showing up, to represent anything contrary to that, once again, I'm going to point inside of you and say that there's you could stand to shore up your self-confidence in the ways that you take care of yourself, okay? Last fire sign, Leo. Oh, Leo got the page of water, which is the Pisces card. <laughs> so, Leo, you're having a sixth house activation, which is ruled by Virgo, the very energy of this new moon, and Mercury, the very planetary body that is about to station retrograde. So if something's coming up in your work, especially, ooh, and your health, Leo, for sure, uh, I want y'all to take such good care of yourselves, not in the same way as Aries, but similar, but mostly emotionally, right? I want you to comfort your inner child specifically. Like, just check in. You know, when you're acting a certain type of way, just check in. I've already said Mars is trying to Pluto right now at this full moon, talking about our psychology. And our psychology started when we started. We got all this first one energy, Aries, Mars energy. I said earlier, everything starts somewhere. 
And so you're being, even the page energy is a page of, of, an, of an initiation, an introduction, okay? And so you, the beginnings of something. So it, it's, if it relates to work, Leo, let me break it down in a couple of the different ways it can show up. If it relates to work, you're being encouraged to add some creativity. You're being encouraged to add some love, especially if you feel like you're in a rut. Sixth house Virgo, the energy that's activated right now for the Pisces full moon, it can feel like a rut. I do the same. It's the sixth house is lifestyle, your daily activities. I do the same thing every day, day in, day out. I'm in a rut, in a, uh, I don't, you know, routine myself to death. And Leo, mm-mm, y'all are all about <laughs> being creative and all this stuff. So you're being encouraged to be that. You are that. You are the creativity during this sixth house season that can feel very drab and routine. So you're being encouraged to tap into ways that you can initiate and instigate and infuse some creativity into your work. And I would say something similar if the sixth house is showing up for you as a health thing. If you, if you, you know, oh, I gotta, I gotta drink water every day. Oh, day in, day out, drink your water. Drink half your, drink two times your weight in water. Do 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 do. And that to you, that's boring. To you, there's no, what, I, I hate water, da, 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 whatever it is, you're being encouraged to infuse some creativity in that. Maybe you want to um, do how they do, slice up some of the fruit and the cucumbers and all this stuff. Or uh, uh, I found a crystal, just FYI, I found a crystal light. Uh, there's all kind of crystal light flavors, but there's one crystal light, I think it's pink lemonade, and it has no added caffeine, no artificial additives to it. Get creative on how you can continually build up your health, how you can manifest good health and still have fun with it and still be creative with it because, there's the, once again, the bottom of the deck is the authority card. If, if you manifest bad health, if you manifest a nightmare instead of the, your dream life and your health, which this Pisces full moon is going to do, you can't blame anybody but yourself. You, you, you saying, well, I don't like the way water tastes is not going to be the excuse if you end up dehydrated and in the hospital on a, a IV drip trying to get you back hydrated, right? So that's, that's what I got for y'all. Take a page of approach to whatever's coming up in your daily routine and your lifestyle, and you'll be glad you did. Last two signs, Libra. Just like Gemini, I already I already spoke on Libra and Aquarius by way of Gemini, but I'm about to get real specific for y'all. Libra, you're gonna love this, and you're probably gonna love this because of Mercury going Mercury going retrograde in your sign means you're gonna have a divine opportunity to improve something. Likely, it's gonna have to do with relationships, just like with all of us. But for you specifically, in such a, an even more intense way, this Pisces full moon is activating your eighth house of Scorpio and Pluto, which we've already been talking about by way of the general astrology, Pluto, that's shining Mars. And so um, for you specifically, and you got the Ten of Earth card, which is like uh, in the minor arcana, is arguably one of the best cards you can get because it not only like the tin of water talks about, you know, happiness and fulfillment and, you know, your dream coming true, you're living your dream life, but in the tin of earth, it's materialized. It's crystallized into physical form. This is your physical family. This is your physical um, uh, 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 legacy that's being left that we're talking about here. 
Um, this, this is changes for the better. This is domestic harmony. This is permanence in wealth. This is promotion and the results of hard work. And the hard work for you, like I mentioned about Gemini, the hard work for you, Gemini, and Aquarius may be the fact that you're having to do this Pisces full moon, already water energy, in a water house, like Scorpio, the eighth house for you. So the hard, the, the results of the hard work for you is looking like it's going to be, because you do the hard, heart, smart work of dealing with your own psychology, me, myself, and I, remember, whatever I'm reading for these signs, start with you. I'm not talking about other people's psychology right now, Libra. I'm talking about you. You do the hard, heart, smart work of, of digging deep into your psychology you, and, and healing it and healing it. You do the hard, hard, smart work of transforming, going through this death and rebirth. Eighth house is about death and rebirth. You're not, let me tell you, like I tell my mama's babies, you're not actually dying, Libra. It may feel like that because you're an air sign having an, a water transit at a full moon when it's the most intense. So you are not really dying, Libra. You're in the cocoon. I bet you the caterpillar does think it's nice. Like, uh uh-uh, I've been sliding around, crawling around all my life. What is this? I can't move. I can't go nowhere. I can't slide. It's it's yucky in here. Uh Uh-uh, I can't breathe. I'm claustrophobic. You could be feeling all these, uh, Libra. But what's happening is that you're going through a process, the process where on the other end when you get your butterfly wings and your promotion, and the permanence and things settling down and things changing for the better and extreme luxury and building an empire, you're building an empire right now based on how you're maneuvering through how you feel. Are you? What did I tell everybody at the top of this thing? This is Mars is opposite Neptune, baby. This is not the time to drink your problems away. You're going to be the only one mad and upset. You're going to be living a nightmare, just like Jamie said on the Astrology King website. You're going to be embarrassed. You might be ill. You might get sick and behind it. You might be disappointed. This might be the time you drink and can't get drunk. So this is not the, 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 the way to maneuver through this watery energy. The best way to maneuver through this watery energy, Libra, of the Pisces full moon and your Scorpio-ruled eighth house transit is to feel your feelings. There's no way around it. I highly would not recommend that you numb your feelings at this time. You won't be promoted and rewarded for that. The changes will not be for the better for that. You will be rewarded for tackling these energy centers, starting with that base, starting with the root, and then going up, and that will impact your vision for the future. Is your vision for the future this ultimate affluence, permanence, and wealth, not with, especially with Pluto getting activated, not just for you. Like I said, I said me, myself, and I because that's where it starts, one. But it, that's not where it ends. We got generations that are depending on you to lover's card that Pisces started it out with to make a decision that will benefit you for generations to come. Long after you're gone, you have left a legacy of dealing with how you feel constructively, dealing with how you feel in a, in a practical way, dealing with how you feel in a balanced way. 
Okay, and last but not least, Aquarius, the final air sign having a waterhouse transit and arguably one of the most intense simply because it is the 12th house of Pisces, Aquarius, that you're experiencing this full moon in Pisces in, and you have the audacity to pull a Pisces card. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Aquarius. I see you over there knowing some stuff, and what do you know? You know that it's time to end something. You know it's time to move on and walk away. You know that it's time to face the facts. That's Pisces house and a Pisces card in a Pisces full moon. Aquarius, I'm not going to play with y'all. Y'all know. That's your whole motto. I know. And if y'all don't know by now that it's time to end something, that just means look to the bottom of the deck, this authority card, this emperor card. You're not standing up in your power. And you're going to be mad during this full moon season. And the only person one you'll have to blame is you, Aquarius, right? Me, myself, and I, we're taking full responsibility. If you are not walking away from things that are making you unhappy, that's on you. Oh, K. Oates, I'm, I apologize. I wasn't looking at the chat. K. Oates uh, was in the chat on the blogtalkradio.com site. I'm flipping over there now because I'm about to take, oh, gosh, it doesn't even say the whole time for, it only says the whole time for one of y'all. Okay. I, I'll see what I can do, especially since it's one question. It should be pretty quick. But um, Aquarius, I need y'all to, if something is making you unhappy, let me give you a hint. This is the divine time to let it go and walk away from it. This is the divine time to face the facts. Stuff it just is what it is. This is the divine time, especially if your heart or another person's heart is no longer in the scenario and situation, this is the time to get some emotional maturity about yourself and end the cycle. Get some emotional maturity about yourself and withdraw from the situation. Get some emotional maturity about yourself and heal and find the deeper meaning. This is the Saturn and Pisces card, Eight of Water. So it's time for you to learn the lesson. Whatever has happened has happened for you to learn a lesson so you won't keep repeating cycles. So you can get to a point like this and actually end something for the sake of what's new, the new that's coming, bottom of the deck, a new start is coming. That's why you're doing it. You're, when you do the ending of the cycles with the newness that's coming in mind, it helps the transition become a lot smoother and easier. Okay, Aquarius? I was, I'm so happy to have read for you guys. Feel free to contact me. Personally, if you want to dig a little bit deeper into your own specific scenario and situation, and with that, I'm just putting these everyday tarot cards back up so that I can um, so that I can uh, do catch a couple of these callers. Okay, thank you so much for you guys holding and waiting. I see you caller from the nine one four caller from the eight five six. Just give me a quick second to clear the deck, and then I can. I can get with you. We've got like literally 10 minutes left, so I'm going to do uh, five minutes on, on one. It looks like both two of y'all have your hands up, so I'll do five minutes on one and five on the other. I saw a few of y'all waiting earlier, and I know I waited till the end. But if you catch me on Sundays, it'll be all free reads the entire two hours, so you won't have to wait as long for me to get through a message for each of the signs. All right, just clearing the energy. Got my little hands um, cleansed so I can refresh the energy. And I guess I'll just go in the order that this shows up because it's not, it's malfunctioning because on one of y'all it's not showing the time y'all have been waiting. 
So we will start with caller from the 914. You are live and on the air with Mama Dada. Peace. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Hi, my name is Catherine, and I just have to give you so much credit. You are so passionate about what you do. It just exudes. So I just want to thank you. That's so You're great listening. You're quite welcome. Yeah. Say, your name. Say your name one more time. Catherine. Catherine. Catherine, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I haven't been on air in a while, but I'm, I've been holding a lot of messages, and it was just the divine time to bring them out. So I appreciate you. I've seen you holding for a while, so I appreciate you uh, just showing up and adding your beautiful energy to the broadcast. It was certainly felt. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. You're so you kind. Well. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Peace. Oh. Thank you, Catherine. That leaves more time. <laughs> Eight five six is your lucky night. That leaves more time <laughs> for your question. I'm still over here shuffling. Catherine, it's people like you. It's people like um, Shantae. <laughs> it's people, um, oh, it was another lady. She's always on my Facebook every time I post. Um, just thank you guys because y'all don't it, – it, 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 it does take a group of us. We're in the age of Aquarius. And so it is the group impact that really is being felt beneficially. You see what's going on in these other countries. They're like Brazil. They're like they – talk about a group. They are getting together and they're saying, we're not going to take it. No, we ain't going to take it. There are beautiful, powerful things that happen when we connect and come together link up, unite, even if it's just energetically, even if you're just adding your prayers or even if you're just adding and sending your good energy. So it, I, I appreciate that. People like Catherine, Shante, all you guys, Gloria, that's her name. I appreciate it. My mama's babies. I appreciate that level of support, just like I appreciate a PayPal donation. So don't you ever get it twisted. Y'all are the people I've been, I prayed for before I was even on the air. Before I was even broadcasting five years ago, I was praying, I don't know who I'm supposed to help, Lord, but I know I'm supposed to help somebody. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I did want to say one more thing before I picked up caller from the 856, which is, oh, it'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. All right, 856, let's get it. You're live and on the air with Mama Dada P. Hello, how are you? I'm well. Who do I have the pleasure to speak with? It's Rose Maria. Um, say it again. It's Rose Maria. Spell it for me. Rose Maria. It's Rose Maria. Leah? Rose Maria. Rose Rose Maria! You called here before, right? Yeah. I did a lot. And you're a Capricorn. You're a Capricorn, right? right? Yeah, right. what's up? How are you? Doing good. I just came back on a trip, so it's funny that you said well, other welcome countries. Welcome back. Thanks. Wonderful. Yes, welcome but... back. I'm glad you had safe travels. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh, what's on your mind yeah, this time around? Ah, I went through hell with a friend and... I don't know what the hell his issue was when I got there or what the mix-up was. So um, whatever you get for a new relationship, new friendship, whatever you can get. 
or job okay. wise. <laughs> okay, so kind of a gamut for you. To what you you pretty much want to see what comes up. <laughs> it's kind of funny what you said about Scorpio. It was being a excuse my language a dipshit. I cursed him out so. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, let's just see what comes up, because it sounds like you have a lot of points of interest and a lot that's been going on. So let's just see. Let's. Oh, oh, okay, well, that wanted to fly through the air. All right, High Priestess. So first of all, let me tell you this. <laughs> you already know. Whatever you want to know, you already know. And uh, Capricorn got that five of water. And so the, certainly whatever you feel like you've separated from or there's distance between you and something and someone, uh, you're being asked to look look at it on the bright side and look at it through spiritual eyes with the high priestess. We're coming up to a Pisces full moon, and so I'm telling everybody, whatever your question is, whatever ooh, whatever's going on with you, you're going to – after, you're going to perceive the answer. You're going to perceive, you're going to manifest based on what you know spiritually. And the high priestess card just comes along to confirm that. Right after, I mean, you don't, you're not getting nothing but majors. You got the high priestess and the very next one you got is the hierophant, which speaks back to this emperor and authority card we got at the bottom of the deck, meaning with the hierophant, you're the guiding authority. You see, spirit is not even, so far, spirit is not even letting me give you additional insight. The first card out says, whatever you want to know, you know, high priestess. You know in your intuition. You can pick it up and ascertain it intuitively. You don't need me to tell you. And then the second card that comes out literally is pointing to you as the guiding authority. Uh, which is uh, the Hierophant is a Taurus energy. And I I did the readings for Taurus and Capricorn right after each other. And so, um, and like I said, y'all are having a transit through air. And so no small wonder communication, you called in, you want to receive a message, and Spirit is literally giving you the same message we all got in the general spread, which is if you want a message, Look within. <laughs> That's so funny. Just for curiosity's sake, I'm going to pull up one more card. <laughs> but I just think it's funny because so far it's just confirming what I said <laughs> in the general. For Oops. And then the last card out is the two of fire, okay, the two of wands that we all got in the general spread, that Sagittarius got in their particular card. You've got that as the final card, which is the two of fire reverse, which, like I said, uh, is, that's the reason why Spirit had me read the reverse for uh, Sagittarius is because he, Spirit knew that when I got to you, it, I would remind you of the same thing, which is pointing the two, when it's reversed, points back to the one. The same one that started off our whole entire spread for everybody, base chakra, and the same first sign of Aries that our bottom of the deck area, uh, uh, emperor card represents. So, <laughs> high priestess, you you know, <laughs> the hierophant, you're the guiding authority. And the reverse two of wands, which is pointing you back to your passion. If you're feeling a type of way, like you said, work, relationships, whatever's going on with other people, 
spirit is number one pointing me back to you, and spirit is also pointing you. Uh, the reason why spirit is pointing you back to you is because you are the one at, at a time like this to initiate something new, be it in the work air arena, be it in the relationship arena. Kind of like I, uh, I, uh, I, oh, that was Leo I was telling that to because they ha- they're having a workhouse activation specifically. So that's what I got for you. It's probably not what you want to hear, you know, but that's the message for everybody right now anyway, so it's so perfect. And I'm having to realize that in my own life. I can, I, I'll sit up here watching some readings, and Spirit will just be like, it, it, there will be no satisfaction from these multiple readings I watch, and Spirit's like, uh-uh, because I want you to go within, because that's where the answer is, not through these other people. And it's not always like that, um, Rosemaria, but right now that's what's coming up. So I don't know what I guess I, I don't know what they is what I'm looking for, what I'm supposed to know. So I guess he's coming after here. So I told I warned him that he's not not to call me for help. He's on exactly. his own. Exactly. Yes, and the stream is cutting off. So I definitely want to thank everybody for joining us today, especially my callers like Rose Maria. And I'm looking forward to broadcasting again really soon. I'm glad you called in, Rosemaria. Feel free to call up again. You, I've done a couple of readings on you already, and you know it hasn't been like this. But we're just at a time in, in the space of energy right now where that's just what the reading It wouldn't matter who. Notice that the lady before you, she didn't even want a reading, right? She just wanted to show right. love. And so that's just that's just what it is right now. But I encourage you to check back in with us. You know, we love you here, and we'll see what's going on next time. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, thank you. Cool, appreciate it. Thanks. Appreciate you. Peace. 